ABCs, where we discuss and review every Bare Naked Lady song from 7 to Y. And this week, I just turned around and I saw three men come walking in to review and complain. To review and complain. Uh, I saw three men come walking in on this October day in the evening. Uh, welcome to my co-hosts, Stefan and Jeff. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. And joining us this week is Tyler Boudreau from the Wildcat Minute. To, to, to quote Jar Jar Binks, Misa back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me back, Tracy. There were so many lies in that opening statement. You implied that we were all in the same room. You implied that it was currently October. There's just so many things that aren't true. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. It's going to be October by the time this releases. So oh, The holiday season. Happy holiday. That's right. We're, we're approaching Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> all of October is Halloween. Didn't you know it's that? October. I know <laughs> what you mean. And we are all in the same room. It's the magic of podcasting. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so for people that didn't get my really horrible pun tonight. <laughs> Everyone got your song... horrible pun tonight, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> tonight's song is I Saw Three Ships. And it is, of course, off Bare Naked for the Holidays. If you've never heard this song before, here is a very quick snippet. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. All the bells on a showering on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. And all the bells on a showering on Christmas Day in the morning. Let us all rejoice again on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Let us all rejoice again on Christmas Day in the morning. And the reason I say a quick step is this song is only a minute and five seconds long. So if you cough, you miss it. I mean, Tracy, we were talking about this before, but it's a public domain song. We could just sing it for you right now. Yeah, you could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to? Are we going to do it? You guys down? Go ahead. All right, well, I'll be, yeah, I'll be. Are we? Are we doing it? I'll be Kevin. And so, who wants to be Steve and Ed? I'll do. I'll do Steve. I'll do Steve. Uh, I guess I'll do Ed. And then the, the I'll last. be Tyler. I'll what? be Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, uh, do we do we know the harmonies, or are we just gonna sing it all? There, there are no we, we there don't are no know harmonies, the harmonies though. Oh, it's all unison. Are? It's all no. It's all unison. Okay, so there's like a little. It goes Kevin unison. Kevin unison. Steve Unison, Steve Unison, Ed Unison, Ed Unison, then all Unison. Yeah. All right. So so there's a little mandolin solo, and then Kev goes, I saw three ships come sailing in on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on, <laughs> on Christmas Day, Day in the morning. And all the bells on her shall ring on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day, on Christmas Day. Day. And all the bells on her shall ring on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day in the morning. Which one? Because there's several different verses. Which is the one that he, that he does? Let us all rejoice okay. again. Yeah. 
And let us all rejoice again on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. And let us hold the mayonnaise on Christmas Day. Tracy will have the time of his life syncing that all up. Anyway. <laughs> I know, yes. that's going to be crazy. That is going to be so much <laughs> fun. Yeah. That's why people don't do live concerts on, on Zoom, because it's like all the syncing's insane. Oh, yeah. Still, that was fun, though. And everyone's yes. going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful singing gonna, voices. They're gonna be glad we did that. I'm gonna make sure I offset everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I'll sync it up on the wrong key. You know, Stephanie, you want to take a verse? <laughs> I I was singing the whole time. You, you guys didn't hear there me. There's <laughs> many more verses, and there's also many more like religious specific verses there are and we'll probably talk about that when we get the lyrics i'm yes. sure but yeah there's actually a lot of different lyrics of this song yeah i'm 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 excited to get there so let's start off let's talk a little bit about <laughs> i saw three ships um it's a traditional christmas carol from england um it first showed up in print somewhere around the 17th century uh it is report rumored to be from derbyshire but it was most famously published by William Sandys in 1833. That was a good year. I remember that, that year. year. It was a good year. Yeah, yeah. They, they finally got oh. over the Black Plague. People were bathing. It was great. Yeah. Oh, I love bathing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, until quarantine hit, and then we said screw bathing, but, you know. Bathing has a complex history, especially <laughs> in England. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking the town, or are you talking, like, the action? <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say it. I, I was no, like, oh. For a long time, they just didn't believe in bathing. Right. And then, I mean, I accidentally just recently listened to a podcast about this. But, they, like, it was basically invented as, like, a weird health trend. They were like, go to the beach. You'll hang out and, and bathe. And then eventually people started, you know, washing themselves in water again. One of the most clean, cleanly things you can do. Yeah. Imagine that. It helps people to avoid those, you know, worldwide plagues and everything. Pesky diseases. <laughs> but it's funny. I've just recently been reading Agatha Christie. And when she talks about people at the at the beach, they're bathing at the beach. Yep. Right. So interesting. I could derail this conversation. I'm so tempted to derail this don't, conversation. Don't derail this I, conversation. No, We're going to lose Stephanie. We already sang a whole cut song. Me. Just cut me. Just cut me. <laughs> not literally. Not in... <laughs> No, no, don't really cut me, Tracy. You could do that over Zoom, though. I'd be impressed. I still. <laughs> well, I mean, host. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know that stars. movie you haven't watched yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I have seen is I saw three ships come sailing in, and we're going to talk about that. Um, now, when BNL did do this live, um, there are some really cool things that they did when they did the live tour um, for about two years. They, they broke it up over two years for their holiday tour. And they did play this live when they came to Portland. And first thing they did really cool during the concert is they would, at every place they would go, have a boys choir from a local area join them in, in the song. Um, or the whole concert off and on throughout the show. And in Maine, they had the boys singers of Maine um, who did an amazing and fabulous job but are no longer boys anymore. Uh, are they boys to men? They definitely. <laughs> at least they're the last part at this point. That's how that works. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's well, been 15 years, so. Let us all rejoice again. 
Let us hold the mayonnaise. Tracy, do you know how old I was in 2004 and 2005? Two. Five. I was boy aged. (laughs) Was I in the boys choir at the Manchester, New Hampshire Bare Naked Ladies concert? Were you? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was not a singer as a child. But I could have been. I was the right age. (laughs) What? Were you as a child? That's pretty much true. <laughs> We're getting in some, some really gray areas. I was here. more of a rapper, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, right. So one of the reason Are I there brought rappers in New Hampshire. Rappers in New Hampshire known for its rappers. <laughs> There's rappers in Canada. There has to be rappers in New Hampshire. Well, <laughs> true. Um, so the other thing they did that was really cool was during this song they would change one of the lyrics every single concert they would do something a little bit different and when they were in in Maine for whatever reason I, I don't know what Ed's thoughts were instead of saying his line Ed would say when the boy singers kicked in he would say let us hold the mayonnaise which I, I don't know why Ed chose that random line because it was different each night if you, you catch different concerts. But. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, well, the question is, is why not? I mean, mayo is great. It goes with anything. It makes a burger taste yummy. Well, Why would you hold it then? It makes pasta salad pasta salad. Don't hold the so mayonnaise. You can spit out. You got to hold it to open it. You can hold the jar. Right. You got to hold the jar to scoop it. <laughs> Nobody just puts it on the counter. That's like that's for holding the jar on on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. <laughs> well, come on. When you think of Christmas Day, you think mayonnaise. Who doesn't? Oh, of course. <laughs> it did make everyone it's, it's in the a white, audience laugh. It's a white Christmas, white like mayonnaise. You have a turkey. <laughs> you have a turkey on the table that's dry as popcorn. You need mayo <laughs> to make it go down. You know. <laughs> Mayo, okay. I, I would have gone with gravy, but mayo. Okay. You never had mayvy before? <laughs> it sounds like a French thing. <laughs> Only the French could mix gravy and mayonnaise. Dijon mayvy. <laughs> but it's delicious. Mm. <laughs> All the fanciest Dijon mayonnaise. Mayvy. <laughs> <laughs> now supposedly there, about the song yet, <laughs> supposedly there is another version of the song out there other than the one that I have from that concert um, for, they supposedly did a album called Snack Time Live at Massey Hall in 2009 but I am not able to get it you have to download it off from Amazon Music and I'm, I have not downloaded it off Amazon Music so they did do a version of that song for whatever reason during the Snack Time yeah Maybe it was a Canada release or and something. And you call yourself a fan. Uh, there have been several versions of the song. Lots of people have sung this. Um, some famous people I will put in here are oh. Cindy Lauper. I saw the ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw the ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. Baronick and ABC's. I mean, no, sorry, that was. That was not a famous version. Um, it's the best version. Best version now, arguably. The Irish Rovers. Joseph, Mary, and Christ were there on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, Joseph, Mary, and Christ were there. 
there on Christmas Day in the morning. Arise and praise the newborn King on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Peace on earth, the angels sing on Christmas Day in the morning. The Irish Rovers. <laughs> Sorry, I just like the Irish the... Rovers. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg. And what was in the ships of three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in the ships of three on Christmas Day in the morning? Was Joseph and his lady fair on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? Was Joseph and his lady fair on Christmas Day in the morning? I wonder, so one of the things that came up on Wikipedia was when I was reading it was, it made me wonder if this song is in 4-4, because on Wikipedia they listed Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> as one of the bands. <laughs> But Seems like it. They also said, and a really rare version is done by Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens? Yes, thank you. And that's done in 4-4. So it makes me wonder if maybe this wasn't done in 4-4. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I wish we were here with Aaron tonight to be able to ask him, is this in 4-4? No, I think, I think it's 4-4, though. It's, yeah, it's... Boom, boom, it's, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah, I think it's 4-4. All right. Just for reference, I just looked the information up online, and it is in the key signature of 6-8. Hey, Tracy, I also uh, I also found online there's a Bruce Coburn version of this song. He did whistle and she did sing on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Yes, there is. It's fabulous because I just put it in right there. Now, unfortunately, my notes are really, really super sporadic tonight, and I am trying to read it all, but it's not being very nice to me at this moment. Um, so let's get over to talking about the music is there someone while i am organizing these notes for tonight that would like to talk a little bit about the music tyler uh yeah i mean i i kind of like this kind of thing so yeah we get the mandolin intro um jeff jeff you were saying you thought it might be a ukulele but i did think it was a ukulele i was leaning towards mandolin just based on my ears and then i mean we kind of talked about it earlier when we did when we actually sang the song but Kevin comes in first, and we get Kevin's lovely voice. And then there's the kind of alternating unison and solo. And then for the second verse, I think the guitar comes in, in addition mm-hmm. to the mandolin. Does the bass ever kick in, too, or is it just kind of guitar? The bass does kick in. I remember hearing it on the, on the last verse, but I don't remember where it starts. I think it starts oh, the yeah. same time that the guitar does. I think it, it kicks in does at it? the same moment. Yeah, And there, the, there is percussion that starts then, too. Yeah. So... I mean, it, it might have been cool if they did a more gradual thing, but I it, pr- maybe if they didn't done more verses, they would have done that, but they kept it short and sweet. So it makes sense. And yeah, so there's the three verses and then the mandolin solo, which is the, the same amount of time as a verse, um, same number of bars, and then this the unison verse, and then it's over. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming since it starts on the mandolin that that's Kevin playing the mandolin, right? Do we know that for sure? Yeah. That seems like that, 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 that would make sense that Kevin would, yeah. Yeah, why? Why Why would it not be him? Right. I was just thinking the other the other day, do you guys think Kevin's the cutest Bare Naked Ladies member? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too that, quick, wasn't no, it? No, definitely. <laughs> like, like, Jim, like, Jim has some appeal, like, but he's more, like, alternate cute, like... <laughs> 
Right. Like Although, he, he's quote-unquote unconventionally attractive. If, if, if we're going for all bare-naked ladies who have ever been in the band, Andy's looking pretty good for his age. And yeah, and he, still, and he still does. Andy's still a really good-looking man. Um, <laughs> Please come back on the podcast, Andy. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's only been like three months, but... <laughs> and Ed has that kind of rugged look. Yeah, that's true. He, he's he's the stud of the group. Well, back in the '90s when he had that weir- weird kind of kinky hair, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, right. Tyler, when he yeah, rocks before... the when he rocks the the. Uh... Were you talking about me or Tyler Stewart? Tyler Stewart when he when he rocks the <laughs> uh... the bald. No, like, the very first album. Oh, I can't think of the... The Casbah. The corner. Like corner? Uh, when yeah. he rocks the Casbah. Yes. I'll always when he rocks the Casbah. Well, that too, but the, 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 I, I, I'm not going to get the name right, but the, the Corn Rolls corn or rolls. something. Yeah, right? yeah whatever. Corn I can't rolls. think of okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Rose, but yeah. Corn Rolls. Corn Rolls. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, you could have just said that, Tyler, and saved me the embarrassment. <laughs> Although I do love some corn rolls. I just went to Boston Market last night. Mm. <laughs> I had corn rolls. <laughs> you can't let like, go of a good cornmeal roll. <laughs> hey, Tracy, you remember corn uh, rolls? I always eat my corn rolls right off Tyler Stewart's head. How <laughs> <laughs> they're best. Oh, we're not going to let anything oh, wow. go tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we this should go Christmas over. song is taking a weird turn. <laughs> we don't have Aaron tonight, but I did look up what the what the uh, outline of this music is. It's in the key of G, and it goes oh, yeah. from Three G chords. to D, G 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 to E minor. <laughs> what? G to D. <laughs> I totally rocked it pre-podcast. I played those exact chords. Nice. Tyler, you heard it. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do an outro where we yeah, play, where yeah. we play at, mm. after the episode's over. It'll be like the post. Yeah, there we scene. go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's. A, I mean, this is a we really Aaron. simple song, this. except for that E minor that they throw in there. But um, yeah, <laughs> randomly in the middle of the song, they just decide, oh, we're going to go off to this one chord chord different. <laughs> The uh, the BPM is up there if you count the kind of like quick beats. I got it at around one seventy one eighty. Wow! But can't not not gonna lock in that answer. <laughs> Do you want to phone a friend? Aaron's not available this week, but <laughs> uh, can I pull the audience? <laughs> I don't know if that would work right now. <laughs> <laughs> On the pre-recorded podcast, I, I can be the audience because I have no clue. Seven. Hey, hey, get a, get at us on Twitter, audience. Let us know the BPM of this song. <laughs> you are wearing a wild stallion shirt, so you can time travel, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you, you can time travel. So what's the answer? <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, one seventy six. So. Oh okay. <laughs> he went ahead to October and asked the Twitter audience. <laughs> Trash can. Remember a trash can. <laughs> a trash can just fell on Tracy, by the way. You didn't see Ouch. It. Oh, where am I? <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say about um, this song in terms of music. Um, it's the traditional version of it. They just play it very upbeat, very bare naked ladies esque in terms of like they're just having a lot of fun with it. But yeah, they, they don't do all the verses either. They they just keep it to the three simple ones. 
Yeah, this song has a lot of different verses out there with different possible meanings. I think it's probably important that we point out that nobody really knows what this song's about. Yeah, they don't. Um, like, let's be honest, nobody really knows what this song's about. I know there's theories out there, but um, this is a weird one for Christmas because uh, it's interpretive. But for for music, I mean, the one thing I would say is, why didn't you do harmonies? You're the bare naked ladies. Yeah. That bothers me. I, the trouble with Jeff right now, I'm going to say it. No harms. <laughs> you do. I, I will. It's always bothered me about this song. And you do a solo verse. You, you get you get the three three of the BNLs doing solos, and you go solo three people, solo three people, then another solo three people, another solo um, three verses. Then you have a fourth chorus. It's all unison. You're, you're the bare naked ladies. We're the harms. Well, on that last one, especially, they could have done it on I that think... one, like build up to it off to that last one. Yeah. And that last one is all harmony. That just sounds really weird to me that they just end the song in unison like that. And I don't get. I think if I had to give you an answer, it's clear from the uh, runtime of this song that this is not the like an arrangement that they put a lot of effort <laughs> into. They they just probably just ground this out in thirty minutes and we're like okay we cut we cut a track and they said that's like, an album track then after that like, yeah <laughs> like all right cool let's put it on the album well we know that yeah. that Stephen wasn't all in on this album so right yeah <laughs> Stephen does not like the concept albums yeah. that's for sure <laughs> they're like all right guys we've got one more album. to crank out for the studio. Let's do it. Well, I will be honest that there are songs on this album that I really do feel like are filler. Um, yeah, oh yeah. You, you don't yes. hear me saying that yes. often on a BNL album, but on this album, mm-hmm. there's a lot of filler. No, I agree. Okay, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. Bare naked for the holidays. I don't know if I've said it before on this pod, but it's perfect for just throwing it on in the background yes. during Christmas time. Oh, I agree. It's exactly what you need. It's not, it's, you shouldn't have the same expectations as a st- for a regular studio album because Christmas songs are weird and dumb. And sometimes you yeah. only want to hear 30 seconds of it. Like it's like, it's basically like a playlist that someone threw together. I agree with, I, like, I totally agree with that, but I, and I'm someone who actually does love Christmas music and I love Hanukkah music um, coming from both worlds. Cause Biologically, I'm Jewish, and um, uh, I was raised in a Christian family, so i put my business out there for you. But I love both music. Like, I love that. But I also like versions that sound like they've had some effort put into so, them. <laughs> so, know? Jeff, do you think they gave um, three ships to this album at all? <laughs> I don't know. No, I do. No, like, don't don't get me wrong. There are songs on, on Bare Naked for the Holidays I love. Hanukkah Blessings is one of my favorite songs on that album. I love that song. Um, the, the Sarah McLaughlin uh, collab on it. Go, nothing goes harder than Elf's Lament. <laughs> Green Christmas. <laughs> but, uh, don't don't mention Green, Green Christmas. Christmas. Those are two songs I both love. So. Green Christmas. Yeah, I do. And I d- Green Christmas is not allowed. <laughs> no, El- I do like Elf's Lament a lot. <laughs> yeah. No Green Christmas in this house. We don't, we don't, we don't speak of the Ron Howard Grinch in this house. That's what I'm saying. It's a crime. No, there are there are songs on Bare Naked for Love. I, I did drive around at Christmas time playing this album and enjoyed it. Probably showing my cards here, but I skipped this one. So, uh, it's only a minute long. I, I mean, <laughs> you didn't skip much. You just listen to it, then it's over. I know. I, 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 <laughs> Maybe if I'm merging in the traffic, I'm going to let it play through. But 
this is better than the uh, like simply having a wonderful Christmas time where it's um, where it's just kind of uh, like 30 seconds of synth. Thank you. And then nothing. Yeah. We'll be getting to that. Like, <laughs> so, so, I mean, right. there we are. That's true. That's true. And that's the thing. It's like there's a lot of filler on this album that I wish wasn't it's there. A weird, it's a weird album collectively. Yeah, I agree. This is not one like, of the songs some... that I wish was gone. Actually, I kind of wish this song was a little bit longer. That's actually the trouble with Tracy this week. Is that... What's the trouble with Tracy? He's got problems with this song. What's the trouble with Tracy? They had other verses they could have done. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, my trouble is that I would have liked this as well. It, it's actually a relatively fast song. It's upbeat, it's cheery, and it's, once again, it's, if it's on, I'm going to listen to it. And I actually really enjoy it. I would have liked to have had more verses of this and have Jim join in, have Tyler join in, have them do harmonies, like make this a more full album, uh, song. And the other thing that they that I really was like, oh, man, they missed an opportunity here. What they did in concert with that boys' choir, it sounds phenomenal. It would have been amazing to have a boys' choir come in on the, the on Christmas days for this for the for those lines and sing those lines in between. It would have it, it was blowing. It was amazing in concert. Matter of fact, in concert, that's their opening song during that tour was the song, and they would come out play. Kevin would walk out playing the mandolin. It would take a little bit longer for the intro because they'd all walk out. You could almost do a thing like like on Jingle Bells, which is the first track on the album, where you do kind of like different like mm-hmm. types of verses and like you kind of switch it yeah. up every time. I mean, that would have that would have pushed it up to a five automatically for me. But there again, that would be my question. I agree with you. This could be a fantastic song. Um, but why isn't it now? <laughs> why isn't it now? Right? Why did why was it put on the album in this state where it's solo unison solo unison and then finally unison when on stage it's got a boys choir it's got harmonies it's got it's got body it's got volume you know, like that, that i guess that would be my question why why not put that version on the album honestly it's number three it's filler <laughs> yeah right <laughs> which i'm gonna say that some of the fit like this is the good filler yes. from this album though. yes and I think it's okay to have filler on a Christmas album. And if they're going to do filler, I'd rather have them do this kind of filler than some of the other filler that they do end up doing that I will get to it, and I thoroughly dislike it. <laughs> I do agree that there's a lot of missed opportunities with the song when it comes to uh, the Bare Naked Ladies uh, making it theirs. Here's here's something I like about this song. When you, when you're When you're singing along to this song, do you say... I saw three ships, or do you say I saw three ships? You probably pronounce the word how it's spelled. Saw. I say saw. I say I saw. saw. I saw three ships come sailing in. Yeah, I say saw. I I find it much more fun to say I saw three ships You're come sailing pirate. in. Like <laughs> I saw three ships come sailing in. <laughs> well, I am from New England. <laughs> You're not an infectious disease. <laughs> <laughs> I saw three ships come I saw three well, ships on my way to New Duncan. England, then you, you know better than to pronounce your R's. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone in this podcast is from New England but me. But... <laughs> You're close enough. I'm like up there. I'm like on the border. Yeah. I'm on the Mason-Dixie <laughs> of New England, I guess. You, you put, you know, you put an R where there shouldn't be R's, and then you yeah. take away the R's where it should be. That's the, that's the yeah. exchange rate. <laughs> 
Sure thing. <laughs> so we should talk about the lyrics a little bit. Even though the BNL didn't write them, um, it's a very, very simple song. Um, it with a A B A B pattern in terms of within each verse. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no choruses. It's all verse um, or chorus, whichever way you prefer to look at it. It's all the same thing over and over again. So, so the- pure, unadulterated chorus, Tracy. <laughs> so then we have, I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. That From this point on, every verse runs the same thing, except they're going to change out, I saw three ships come sailing in for another line. So the other alternate lines that can be used that are throughout different versions of this are, and what was in those ships, all three. Then the response is, the Virgin Mary and Christ were there. Then the next verse is our Savior, or another version of that is our Savior Christ and his lady. Then the next verse is, pray whither sailed all those ships, all three. Next line is, the meter on some of these lines is not holding up, I'll say, say, but keep going, Um, sorry. Then, oh, they (laughs) sailed into Bethlehem. Next, and all the bells on earth shall ring, which Stephen does. And then, and all the angels in heaven shall sing. Next, and all the souls on earth shall sing. And then finally, then let us all rejoice again. So at the beginning, I'm like, wait, which one does he sing? Because this week I was sitting there writing down all these different verses. And I'm like, oh, wait, which ones are, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah, they do. I saw three ships. They do and all the bells on earth. And they do let us all rejoice. And then back to. Which is an interesting, like, it's very um, non-Christian in some ways. It taking a lot of the, yeah, it's very non-secular. Secular or non-secular? I don't remember which one is which. Yeah, so it's more secular. It's yeah, non non-religious. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, in that, like, it's cutting out all the things that are supposedly very much about the what the song's about, um, except for on Christmas Day. Um, so it's interesting that they chose to do that with a song that, like, on Christmas Day, it's very specific. Like, this is the day. This is what we're singing about. Like, I mean, are any of the songs on the album like particularly like? religious like jesus oh, yeah. imagery or yeah uh god rest you married gentlemen we three kings okay i would say hanukkah blessings uh they have a they have a, a, a holy night on there but i think it's just uh instrumental yeah. but but yeah oh, it's yeah. instrumental and well, in the, yeah in the hanukkah song they sing in the but hebrew so but i think right. when it comes to christian songs i think tyler's right like trying to think through it without the list in front of me i would say that they're all non-secular type songs yeah or at least they cut out the the parts that are non-secular i mean they are they are secular yes yeah most of the songs are secular on the album they're not sacred right yes Yes. (laughs) we're talking about the same Um, thing i'm just saying it wrong (laughs) <laughs> yes secular means it would be the non-religious stuff but yeah okay. i mean they, they do get into it. i mean hanukkah blessings is a, is a sacred jewish song i mean they're they're digging hardcore into the jewish uh you know uh tradition there um uh did i say hardcore jewish That's... not to mention dreidels <laughs> and dreidels but i mean yeah but dreidels it's the hardcore, hardcore dreidels oh um, wicked <laughs> 
God, but God rest you, Mary, gentlemen, we three kings. I'd say that's probably the most of the 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 sacred song. Yeah, but even with not getting we into three religion, thing, not not to mention even with not, we three things, we three things. That's right. Uh, it's it's based off from the Cat in the Hat. No, um, we, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? There's only two things. Everyone knows that. <laughs> so I mean, no, a few of my favorite things, but we <laughs> we we three. <laughs> Or the thing from Fantastic Four could hang out with Thing One and Thing Two, then there'd be three things. And the thing from the Adams Family could also, yeah. Okay, I now want to see someone. And then John Carpenter's the thing. That's five things. Include the remake. Then there's you know an additional thing. Okay, someone has to do the parody. We three things having Thing One. Oh, and and the thing and thing from it. And, and oh, I'm I mean, totally, think from totally Adam's it. family, and like, yeah. yeah, those are required. And how does th- how does think from Adam's family? That's what sing? I want them to. Fi- they, he's going to be the snaps. Uh, he finger styles. <laughs> yeah, I would say that even given we three kings, that that even then when we talked about that before, they they make that non secular. I mean, they make that secular and taking out a lot of the religious components of that when That's they're true. talking about yeah. that one. So, which which again, I mentioned that before when we talked about that one that they took out a lot of the the non secular verses, the religious verses of that. They did the same here. It's just interesting because they also do Hanukkah. It's not so. It's not like they're like leaning away from away from religions. They're just reading leaning away from the Christian religion for some reason when they're doing this album. Right. So it's a really good devout Jewish album as long as you're willing to skip to three songs. <laughs> it's what I'm hearing. Well, here's the other thing. I do want to say this about this song. This song is not religious in its the way it's written, anyways. It's it's let's talk a little bit about the meaning of this song. Because given the lyrics of this song, first of all, like if if we're talking about ships We can talk about what people think it, it means, but <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah. if we're talking about ships sailing into Bethlehem. First of all, Bethlehem is not on any ocean ways and it's 20 miles away right. from the Dead Sea. Yes. Not a coastal city. Right. right. So if they're sailing into Bethlehem, mm-hmm. there's a problem already. So does that mean that the English didn't know their their Middle Eastern... They had airships back then. One if by land, two if by sea. That was uh, so. quite a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> How many? If only we had a metric. And the wrong continent, too. But <laughs> My country, sort of, on the other side. <laughs> I don't think they'd be singing songs about that, though. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's... If, if we're going to go with that metaphor, then it, do, it automatically falls apart. So either the English, it doesn't mean that, or the English really didn't know their Middle Eastern geography at all. Wait, did you guys also read the Wikipedia page where it said it might be camels because camels are the ships of the no, desert? I totally read the Wikipedia page before. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the last one I call research and if on this podcast. Um, <laughs> check the wiki five minutes before the show and we're going to kill. Other than there being three of them. I laughed out loud. I was like, that is that is just outlandish. That's almost as outlandish as the fact that Bethlehem is 20 miles away from the Dead Sea, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that's like a kid who like didn't like read the book who's like says the wrong thing 
and then he like has to justify why he said the wrong thing. Um, and, and, and then of course another one they had on Wikipedia was the the metaphor that this is about the ships that the three ships that brought the relics of the three magi to clone France during the 12th century. Germany. Germany. Clone Germany? Clone Germany. I think it's Clone Germany, isn't it? I don't know my European geography. Yeah, you're right. Cologne, Germany. Here's the thing. Nowhere else in this song do they mention the Magi. Um, Nowhere. First of all, there we don't know if there were three Magi or more than three Magi, which we discussed on We Three Kings earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. But I can't see any of the lyrics in this song in any way, shape, or form having anything to do with the Magi. Right. I think it's just the concept that anything that happened on the day Jesus was born <laughs> is something you got to sing about. I saw three ships come sailing in. <laughs> but that's but even still, I mean, even if you look and honestly, I when I first heard this Christmas song many, many. How, how old am I? Decades ago. Um, when I first heard this song, I think that was probably my first thought was they were implying because it doesn't say it. They were probably talking about the three gifts. But even if that's the interpretation, they're not talking about the three gifts on, you know, the day of Jesus' birth. They're talking about the delivery of the gifts to another country, which is even more obscure yeah. um, in a sense. And for me, this is one of those, those songs um, that are just tricky because I feel like do we even know that this song even started out religious uh, in a way? I mean, it's, it's, it's tricky um, because you can sing about Christmas songs without being necessarily religious. We have non-religious Christmas songs. Uh, Silver Bells is not a religious Christmas song. I know that's a current thing, but, you know, Rudolph, uh, Frosty, songs that we attribute, and I think that's this. It's like uh, the 12... 12- Unless you think of Rudolph and Frosty as gods. Right. I mean, I'm sure if we really wanted to, we could totally interpret those songs religiously. I mean, the, the other reindeer are the 12 well, disabled, I mean, are there 12 reindeers? Fro- Frosty did die and then come back. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Are we? We? we I, wait, let's wait. Hold that off till we do the snowman. Oh, let's. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I like <laughs> you read the Twelve Days of Christmas, and like, there's no, like, there's no real uh, evidence to support. Should I say this? You're gonna cut me. That's fine. There's no real evidence to support that the Twelve Days of Christmas has a religious connotation. But there's a lot of people that believe that. That if you listen to it, that you can get that religious connotation. There's no real evidence of that, but I think. That's kind of where, you know, maybe that what's happening with this song is trying it. But when I first heard it, I definitely thought, you think three, you think Christmas, you're thinking gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So, that I mean, I can see why that's the most popular uh, interpretation of it. Well, and people have said in the past that, like, for example, with 12 Days of Christmas, as you were mentioning before, that there's hidden meanings behind it because they're... You know, during certain times in English history, it was not okay to be Catholic. And so they were hiding the fact, and and they were, you know, the Catholics were hiding the fact Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't be persecuted for being Catholic. I can see that with 12 Days of Christmas. But during those times, it was, a lot of those times it was okay to be Protestant, though. Right. I mean, I, a lot of yeah. a lot of the British history if, is. If you were a lord, you were certainly allowed to. Yeah, leave. you were. <laughs> you were still allowed to celebrate Christmas in most of the time. To- most of the time, but <laughs> I could not see this song being like that because there's no hidden. There's no like it. It doesn't hide what it's about. Um, you know, the Virgin Mary and Christ were there. Our Savior Christ and His Lady. You know, like 
it's not hiding who the song's about in any way, shape, or form. It's not making it secular. It's just, um, <laughs> I, I think that they, someone was singing a song and either kids sang this or, I don't know, somewhere along the way it became popular, but it, it was meant to be religious by people that didn't truly understand the religion. Does that make These sense? These are the three ships that brought Mary and Jesus to Cologne, Germany, where they set up the pretzel factory. And <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy, I kind of liked your like your kind of riff where you you were kind of doing the the life oh. of Brian logic of like, oh, it's holy because because <laughs> you know it's it touched that guy. Yeah, maybe just someone saw three ships. And it, like something good happened one day, and they were like, mm, "Jesus, he brought those ships." Must be who's on it? Must oh, be God. I bet the, the Virgin Mary and and Christ. <clears throat> okay, well, it's two. But anyways, two. Why um, do they separate them though? Why is the baby <laughs> Jesus on his own ship? I mean, like, that's weird. I mean, well, and then the ships turn them? around, they go away. Well, where are they going? They're going to Bethlehem. There's no seaport near which there. Is Twenty but... miles inland, so we'll figure that out. We'll get them on camels, which ironically are also called ships. So right. we're good. We can keep the metaphor going. <laughs> so now I sold three camels, carrying Jesus and Mary. I have to say though, even though this song means nothing when you really break it apart, like what we've done tonight, it's a fun song. It's a song that I know that I have sung at Christmas and I enjoy singing at Christmas and I enjoy singing this one when it comes on with this album. Um, it's just kind of a celebration of and what Christmas. is And what is Christmas for other than to just sing meaningless <laughs> schlock that makes you feel good for no reason? I am not going there. I'm going to get <laughs> lambasted for that. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna get basted? <laughs> I mean, I will take this over uh, Justin Bieber's mistletoe any day. <laughs> if, uh, and even, and even, get the cup button ready. Get the cup button ready. And even Christmas shoes. Good God, I will take this over Christmas shoes. Oh, I will totally take it over Christmas shoes, and I will take it over. Mary, did you know every day of the week? Because that is no, the stupidest no, Christmas no, no, song no, ever. no, no. I cannot support that. I love that song. Wait, wait, were you guys saying Christmas shoes or Christmas juice? <laughs> Christmas shoes. I, I couldn't understand the words you were saying, so I was like, what is Christmas juice? Are you saying Christmas, Christmas juice? juice? Christmas juice is when I dress up like Santa and I cosplay and I do rap. Christmas juice is when I, 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 I call myself Christmas juice and I do some really blistering, face-melting rap tunes. Um, That's why I call eggnog well, no, Christmas just, juice. And, and yeah. Christmas juice is just when you have too much of that turkey that Stefan was mentioning earlier. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I don't like talking about poop. You wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think I got the runs, baby. I'm just a fountain squirting gravy. Yeah, we're going to put my song in there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. I'm talk. sorry. I don't like talking about it. <laughs>
Just singing, not talking. <laughs> Just singing. It's different. It's art. It's art if you sing it. It's okay. Art, Tracy. Honestly, I think the vibe of the song is, you know, a bunch of guys hanging out in the studio, having having fun, having laughs. This is like peak bare naked ladies time period. And, you know, they grind out a minute song. Like I said, they probably did this in 30 minutes. Oh, less and than that. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a minute song. They probably did it four or five times and they're done. Like Yeah, I mean, but Kevin had to figure out the mandolin riff, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. There we go. So what is the think, origin, what what is the country of origin from the song? Where is it? British, England. British England. England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I get from that, uh, I mean, uh, you kind of brought up the Irish Rovers and in England and stuff like that. Fishing was a big industry back then as well. So perhaps when three ships come sailing in for Christmas Day, it means that they were delivered from bad storms and they're able to be safe at home with the family for that time. I think it's symbolic of just coming home. Wow. Uh, Steph, Stefan, I want to hand you my mic so you can drop it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> wow. Well, what I was going to say is that I think our kind of jovial attitude towards this song is appropriate for the, the, the nature of what the, they were probably like back when they were recording it. Just, a bunch of guys sitting around. One of them's named Tyler. Um, the other guys have names too. Um, we don't know what there are. <laughs> no, they're, they're less important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think this subject is dry, like the Christmas turkey, and it's time to bring it to some numbers. <laughs> so, Jeff. What are we ranking this on this week? Oh, it's totally going to be camels. <laughs> uh, no, come on. Things. Was... Things. We had five things. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Let's do things. Let's do things. I saw five things. Let's, let's make it maybe. No, maybe. No, I like, I, like, <laughs> I like things. I think it should be on a scale of zero to five things. And we just have to figure out what the fifth and if, thing is because I think we, we came up with four. So. No, we had John Carpenter. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. So, yeah. So, this is going to be on a scale of zero to five things. Okay. Can Swap Thing very... be one of those things? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's... Well, and if we have to have half of a thing, then who are we cutting in half? <laughs> well, Swamp Thing, so that way he just grows back. It could be a, it could be a crazy okay. thing called love. Mm, the, it could be the same thing. Charlie Brown went through. Oh, <laughs> oh too bad that's not next week's song. <laughs> hey, thanks. I'm in this comic store. All you week. would have outpunned Tracy, and that would have been funny. That would have been. That would have been funny. A, well, and you know, you know who walks in is the Fantastic Four. Do you know who's there? The thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know well, what's interesting Mr. about that? Is that's a Mister Stretch. The, the thing always has blue eyes. And I always miss him because for a while he was no longer in Fantastic Four. So for a while I had to keep saying I still miss somebody with blue eyes. I'm so confused. (laughs) Well, that's next week's song. He's he's setting it up. Yeah, he's doing the setup. (laughs) You guys gave me the opening. I had to take it. After after so many times doing this, I can can just sense it coming. My little spidey sense goes up and I know the... (laughs) 
I know the next week pun is, is about to hit. Oh, yeah. Well, I couldn't help it. You guys gave me the setup on that one. How else yeah, was I right, going to get yeah, I still yeah, miss yeah. somebody with blue eyes. I mean, come on. All right. Well, let's get some numbers on this well, and get change the subject here. Let's start with Tyler. You know, I was thinking around around like three three point five or four. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go down to three point five. You know, um, just it. I I still think it's like, you know, because of this song, I saw three ships is kind of one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, so I'll give it. I'll give it that. And it's so easy to it's so easy to sing and sing along to that I think like there's something special there that even though it's not like long or like complex, um, I think they they have fun with it and I enjoy it well enough to give it three and a half. Stefan. Well, um, I'm going to give it two and a half. It's a it's a song that's sung every Christmas. Um, it seems like they left it generic. Uh, I think they missed a lot of opportunities to be themselves in it um, for the sake of probably just cranking out a generic song. Um, it's interesting that you guys mentioned uh, the Irish Rovers singing this because when I first heard the B&L version, it sounded very Irish to me, which I'm a big fan of uh, Dario Gill and the Irish Rovers. And, um it had a lot of those undertones of Irish music in it. And I, I appreciated that. So, um, which Bare Naked Ladies often has different genres within their music anyways, even, you know, sometimes blatantly, sometimes subtly. But um, I think it's an average song, so I'm going to score it averagely, which is 2.5 out of 5. OBKB. Um, I will go next, and my ranking did go up a little bit um, talking about the song when I, I think, you know, Tyler and Tracy kind of sold me a little bit on the fun aspect of it. Um, you know, it is filler. It is, you know, a couple guys just jamming and coming up with a song. Um, Got to set this up the hard way, though, uh, Trouble with Jeff. I love Christmas music. I really do. Like, I'm the person that November 1st, I turn on the Christmas music and I will play it for two straight months. I love Christmas songs. Um, I just like Christmas songs. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Tracy's got the Happy Holidays cup. Um, I, yeah, for those of you listening at home, yeah, right. See I, if this yeah. is visual medium. Tracy yeah. has a Happy Tracy Holidays cup. Tracy is holding up a Happy Holidays <laughs> cup. Um, but I like Christmas songs done well, um, done <laughs> done with depth and done uh, uh, lyrically uh, significant and. <sighs> No offense to anybody, but Three Ships for me doesn't have that. It's it's lyrically ambiguous. We don't know what it means. We don't even know if it's religious, um, per se. Um, so uh, so there's that. Um, I don't mind a simple melody, but if you're the bare naked ladies, you do something with that melody. You 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 harmonize. You um, you bring in the boys choir. You you add those extra verses into it. I think. Um, I didn't. I don't so much like the filler on on this album. I I would much rather be listening to the Hanukkah blessings and and God rest ye merry gentlemen and and uh, uh, even you know Green Christmas and Elf's Lament, um, some of the original songs that they did. So yeah, this song was from day one always been a skip song for me. 
Um, I originally was going to give it a one. I'm, I did decide to go up on it, talking about it, because I get where it's fun, it's enjoyable and all that. Um, but this one's, this one's not for me. I got to go 1.5. Wow. Yeah. That's what I thought and, of originally. And get the hate mail. Us. And be the hate mail receiver <laughs> of this episode. And I'm sorry. Well, I think it's funny that you said that you... That, that we brought this up a little bit for you because the, actually in talking about this with you this week, talking about it brought it down a little bit for me. Um, I originally was in the fours because I really enjoy listening to wow. the song. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the song I think, as, as short as it is, but then the more I thought about it. It's repet. You can listen to yeah. it on repeat. But maybe maybe that's the whole Christmas <laughs> yeah, I was telling you, no, no, I can't. I can't. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, maybe that's the whole Christmas side of it. I mean, when we're talking about any other music that might have not have that, I mean, maybe Christmas music is a little more polarizing or divisive because, you know, there's so many uh, experiences and, and, and feels and traditions that can also come with that. And, and nobody can replace that. If there's, if you listen to three ships and you love that song, then awesome. Like, that's perfect. Like that's, that's great. Um, and that's, what's beautiful about music and it being so subjective and, and, you know, we all hear something differently. Um, like, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I, I wasn't here for this one, but I don't like, you know, like I don't like jingle bells. I'm surprised they started the album with that on this one yeah. because, um, even that feels like, but they did something three, different with that. And, they, and like we they talked did, about, they did, they did this, they didn't yeah. do anything different. There with was it. nothing there. Right. It was small. Um, I mean, there's no way to say that this isn't filler. It's, it's short. It's it's fun, but it's not played up. It's not messed with. It's not arranged yeah. differently. Um, it's just very simple. I do enjoy it. I love the Celtic feel, as you were mentioning, Stefan. Um, and, and I'll sing along with it. It's catchy. And as far as filler on the album goes, this is the best filler that there is. Uh, but yeah, I wish I wish they'd had a choir. I wish they'd done more verses. I wish they'd done harmonies. I wish they'd done more with this song. Um, and so that brought my score down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three point five. Okay. Yeah. Well, and and also to show how I this think... might be divisive, like um, for me, if we're talking about a uh, four song on this album, um, this is just where I come from and listening to music. Do they know it's Christmas? Which I know has a lot of haters and a lot of people that aren't fans. <laughs> that would be in the fours for me. Oh, find so, out. Uh, Hold on to that. Don't we, don't give we, don't give away your numbers. That, Oh yeah, we're still going through those, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we. Oh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so appearance. Um, there was a around born on a pirate ship times. There was an interview that Stephen and Ed did on a morning talk show, and they talked about their Christmas memories. Um, it's actually a lot of fun to listen to Ed and Steve talk about different memories that they have from Christmas. Um, so I thought this would be a kind of good week to kind of put that in there. Um, so I hope everyone goes out and enjoys that. And, uh, you know, my, my iPod that we're recording on right now is getting kind of low on, on battery. So, um, you know what that means? It's time for plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler, can you tell people where to find more of you? Yeah, so um you've heard uh me and my sister Condra on this podcast before if you're a if you're a regular listener. Um we do we're from the Movies by Minute community and uh we're doing High School Musical one minute at a time. The show is called Wildcat Minute and the podcast feed is Amateur Nerds. That's our little brand name. So if you want to hop over and listen to us talk about High School Musical, we're about 40 minutes in by now, so it's, it's pretty fun. I haven't actually seen it. I'm watching it 
one minute at, at a time as we go through it. So <laughs> or wait, the right way to watch a movie for the first time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and make it an obligation too. Don't don't have any fun with it. <laughs> Stress yourself out. Good luck. Uh, the perfect way to digest art. <laughs> make it an insanely torturous make- process. <laughs> Yeah, make it a burden and you like 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 you you guess you have fun doing it, but also like there's times when it's just not fun. Like you just have to sit in front of your computer for an hour and talk. I know when I went and went to see the Mona Lisa, like I was looking at each dot as I went across and just breaking down in my mind like what each dot meant. Until they pulled me away because I was too. Well, that's not an impressionist painting, Tracy. Sorry to sorry to uh, punch up your joke, but <laughs> you were looking at a Monet or something. All right, go ahead. I was looking at each brushstroke. <laughs> I have nothing more to add. I got deflated. I'm like Tom Brady. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. See you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for joining us, Tyler. Even though you just tore apart all my jokes all night long. Yeah, Tyler, what about that? (laughs) I feel so bad. (laughs) But also I feel like it's my job as the guest to come in and bring an energy. You're like like the pun reaper. That's going on my Twitter (laughs) bio, thanks. Okay, yeah, sure. Pun reaper. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. The Boy Singers of Maine. Yes. This is an excellent choir. They're playing the holiday hits for you. We've we've done this with uh, local choirs everywhere we've gone, and these guys are pretty cool. Um, So, you guys ready for uh, Joy to the World? They'll they'll take anything we throw at them. They are professional. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 